This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 9th of August. Jazzy boy, despite the absolute pummeling that the <laughs> buy now pay later industry has taken lately, Jack Dorsey, he's the founder of Block, aka Square, yep. he's sticking by his big fat decision to buy Afterpay for $39 billion. He still somehow reckons it was a great call. Meta is running an experiment with a new live streaming platform called Super. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of like Twitch. When will you just give up Zuck? <laughs> Three learned stories today, Justin. <laughs> Let's do it. For our first 10 Play, 9 Now, 7 Plus, and the other broadcast video on demand platforms became Australia's fastest growing ad channel in 2021. Really starting to stand on its own now, B Man. Catch me up. Mm. Broadcast video on demand, or BVOD, which is the <laughs> fancy name for it, that's streaming services that are actually supported by advertising. It's where you get to catch up on maps or Commonwealth Games highlights or the block. But Brett, it still comes with ads. And for that reason, the industry's actually taking off. Talk me through it. Well, according to Think TV, the industry body, broadcast video on demand ad revenue grew to $426 million last financial year. That's a 53% jump on the previous financial year, and it makes it the fastest growing advertising market in Australia. Got me wondering something here, Justin. What is the key learning here? BVOD is fast becoming some of the hottest property in the Aussie ads market. Viewers love it because one, uh, it's free. And two, it means you don't need to be in front of your TV at 7.30pm sharp to catch the block. (laughs) And advertisers love it, Jazzy Boy, because it's cheaper and a whole lot more effective than a full-blown national ad campaign. But with demographic data, BVOD platforms can target specific ads at specific audiences. A bit like how Facebook or TikTok can do it. And Jazzy Boy, since 7.5 million Australians are supposedly tuning into BVOD services, it's starting to look like the much better option. Yep. For our second story, BHP wants to buy a South Australian mining company, but the company's saying we're better than that and the offer just ain't good enough. <laughs> Turning down $8.3 billion doodahs, Justin. This crew <laughs> must be somewhat confident. What is the story here? We all know BHP. They're the Aussie-born multinational mining and resources company. Fun fact for you, Jazzy Boy. The BH in BHP, it actually stands for Broken Hill in New South Wales. And Brett, Oz Minerals is a South Australian mining company that deals mostly with copper and nickel, aka metals used in sustainable projects. Now here's what's gone down here. BHP shimmied its way in front of <laughs> Oz Minerals and offered a lazy $8.3 billion to acquire it. But Oz Minerals said, nah, we're worth a lot more than that. Okay, and why would they do that? Well, Oz Minerals reckons it's worth a lot more than BHP's offering because copper and nickel, which is their bread and butter, are future-facing commodities. Ah, so what is the key learning here? As the world realises the importance of going green, we're also realising the importance of commodities that will be needed for the energy transition. I'll break it down for you. In the past, when people thought about commodities, they would often think of traditional resources. Think coal or iron ore, or the fossil fuels. But in order to make the energy transition, the world is starting to focus on future-facing commodities like nickel, like copper, like lithium. And these are all the things needed to make batteries used for solar power, for electric cars and the like. It's no surprise that demand for these metals is expected to skyrocket in the coming years. <laughs> We're talking twice as much demand for copper, 34 times as much <laughs> for nickel, and it's why Oz Minerals can certainly afford to be a little picky with their suitors right now. For our third and final story, Amazon has just bought the company behind the robot vacuum Roomba 
for a lazy 1.7 billion US dollars, and privacy advocates are a little bit spooked. Uh, hey Alexa, vacuum and mop my floors. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually going to be a thing, Jazzy boy. Tell me more. <laughs> okay, so we know Amazon. They've been in a bit of a shopping spree lately, particularly when it comes to expanding its suite of smart home devices. Obviously, they have Alexa, the smart speaker that can tell you the weather, turn on your lights, tell you funny, funny jokes. I also love Alexa's silly side. <laughs> but what else have they got? The Zon also acquired Ring, which is known for their video doorbells. And now Amazon has shelled out to buy the maker of everyone's favorite robotic vacuum, the Roomba. But privacy experts reckon it might not just be about beating Google in the smart home wars. Ah, what is the key learning here? The smart home wars are on. We're talking Google versus Amazon. That's the name of the game. Amazon has Alexa. Google has Google Home. So heading into the smart home cleaning space is another <laughs> way for Amazon to get ahead. But Brett, there's another side to Roomba's value to Amazon. Data. Or data, as our humble friends over in America <laughs> like to say. <laughs> now, it turns out Roombas don't just collect dirt. They also collect a whole lot of data about your home. Like a full-on map of your home based on where the Roomba can move. And Brett, you can just add that data to a list of shopping habits, voices, and prescriptions that Amazon already knows about us. Creepy stuff. So you can see why data from Roomba would also be very useful for Amazon. But as for how they might find a way to use it right now, we've got our guesses, but really, we're still in the dark. FluxFam, if you can't get enough of daily business news, we've got even more for you. It's the Flux Daily Newsletter, and you can find it at flux.finance slash newsletter. So head over there and sign up. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.